In this game, the object is for you to kill everything coming at you and to avoid being killed. And you will die. And welcome back to the League of Casual Gamers podcast, your hardcore podcast for casual gaming. I am your host, Brian, and I'm here with Jay, the money man, Moolah. What's up? And the man who was way too boosted for his own face, but we call him B. Hello, gentlemen. I enjoyed my holiday break. I hope you did did too. I I did. I had a great holiday break. we We all had holiday break together we all for everyone listening it's not in our households we all had thanksgiving together see that's how tight the pod is listeners that's how <laughs> tight this, this pod is ride together, despite, ride together despite all the behind the scenes strife that's going on currently in our in our lcg pod household is there there's there's no, no i just think that i just think that someone is correct about that we had a show meeting oh okay they plans sure and then someone, someone on the podcast wanted to act like we never had a show meeting. I'm just saying. <laughs> I well, love Jay's face because Jay's like, "Oh, so we're gonna we're gonna handle this right now?" No, we yeah, don't. We don't need, I don't like. I just. I don't. There's nothing to handle, right? Like there's <laughs> there's a there's a correct person and then there's an incorrect person. Your host <laughs> is the correct person. So by process of elimination, I'm just leaving that there. We have a great show for the leakers. <laughs> Only one room. Um, There's only room they, for one queen in this podcast, and Brandon's already filling that role. So uh-huh. I'm am, I am catching shrapnel. Yeah. I have nothing to do with this beat. <laughs> if you want to continue to listen to our banter, you can always find us on Instagram and Twitter at LCG Pod. Please check us out on Facebook at League of Casual Gamers. You can always find us at our Patreon page if you want to support the podcast. If you like what you hear, become a leaguer at our Patreon page at League of Casual Gamers. If you have any questions, concerns, or just want to tell Jay how wrong he is, you can always email us at lcgpod at gmail.com. But if you do nothing else, remember to always find us on all major podcast platforms. Click on that fifth, count them five, Stars. Is that everything, gentlemen? Yeah, uh, I think we I think we handled it nicely. So when Brian, when Brian doesn't get his way, it's a whole new. It's like a it's like a baby not getting his bottle for like an hour. Crazy. Did we have a show? Did we have show notes? Like I just, I just it's, it's crazy. Like you know, we schedule stuff, and then you know, you know, people just want to claim that they have other things going on, but this is our finale episode for yeah. season. One, congratulations, guys. Yeah, I mean, this is this has been a great kickoff to the pod. I mean, we're about three or more. I don't know how many months we are into this. We're into episode, uh, I think, 15 or 16 or something like that. So somewhere closer to like four months of stuff. And we, we learned a lot in the first season. Um, and uh, we're going to take that information. We're going to churn it up and we're going to turn it into beautiful season two sausage so i'm super excited for uh for for the the next phase in the lcg pod yeah yeah that's gonna be the, the next chapter I don't know, it's, it's right now it's it's looking dicey i don't know if we're, i don't know if we're gonna make it through this, through this episode, <laughs> we'll, see. well you know jay i got, I got some tips for you for season two so no, we can talk you. 
I got, okay. the, I got the tip of you. Okay. <laughs> we'll just we'll just tip each other. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't need you to tip each other. <laughs> um. So for our finale episode, we got we got a great episode lined up, uh, guys. I want to talk about um the holidays. What are you What are you highly anticipating for the holidays? It's always a big time for video games to mm. maybe get into a new system. Um. You know, wrap up your year as far as like a big game purchase or a big accessory purchase. I want to talk about that today. Um, I want to get into your game of the year. Um, what did you think was, you know, that highlight game of the year? And then in contrast to or alongside of the IGN lineup for the nominees for their game of the year. So right, I want to talk industry. about it's right. the industry lineup for game, the nominees this year, the nominees for game, game of the year. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And then and then I, I want to talk about season two. I want to talk about what are you excited the most for going into 2020, the podcast, what you're playing, um, maybe something in pop culture, you know, for maybe a side quest or something like that. But what are you most excited for for 2020 so our listeners um, can get really pumped for um, the start of season two? That sound fun? Yeah, yeah. That sounds like a great lineup. I'm pumped. All right. So let's kick it off with a little bit of um end of the year video game talk let's talk holidays guys so we right now just to kind of tee it up for you um you have xbox and playstation both dropping basically their last hurrah bundles right um i know basically you can get a playstation right now for next to nothing and it just comes with a bunch of games same with xbox um nintendo's got to switch out with pokemon sword and shield a couple zelda games a bunch of other great stuff from the mario lineup um, and then there's just a myriad of other games that we've talked about over the years or over the months with this podcast. As the year closes up, is there anything that you're looking at that you're like, man, I'm kind of excited about this? Um, yeah, I mean, I think we've we've touched on this a little bit over the the last couple podcasts. Um, we've talked about the different bundles and stuff that are that have come out. We talked about the games that have come out up to this point. Um, I don't know of any any releases that are that are going to come down between now and the end of the year because you know all the games that that are that are worth anything are are, are out because you want to get them out ahead of the holiday season. Um, so Death Stranding and Xbox and their you know crazy painted um, bundle with Death Stranding that's really exciting. Um, the reviews are, are 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 trying to turn around on that game. I still I still think I'm I'm fully out, Jay. I don't I don't know how you feel about it at this point. I haven't seen or read anything to persuade me to buy that game. Okay, yeah. So that's I think we're both kind of in the same camp. Um, I, I think it, it looks as though they're going into the holiday season. That that's going to be the foot they're standing on. Um um star wars uh fallen jedis for is is across all platforms um and i think death training is too mm-hmm. um is that true yeah okay so that's across all play like does i don't because i don't think xbox has a really strong um exclusive going into the holiday season to help move units last season or last year we ended the year with PlayStation having like Spider-Man and like God of War, and then the multi-platform heavy hitter was Red Dead. I mean, we right. just ended the year on like three heavyweight champs. Yeah, and this year it's kind of like fizzling out. Yeah, well, or I, we're just not in tune with you know whatever what everybody else is kind of 
diving into right now. Well, I mean, I, I think we're in tune enough to know if there was anything big. I mean, w- I was chasing the PlayStation last season, and I and I knew about all the big big names, and that was that's what had me coming into the holiday season chasing a PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the only thing that's really got you chasing a new gaming system this year is the significant reduction in price this year. I mean, but, uh, PlayStation did did gangbusters with their $200 PlayStation last season. The, the bundle that, that that's, that was the bundle that sold out everywhere. It was bundled with Spider-Man. It was 200 bucks. You can get a PlayStation. I missed that deal. Brian got it. Um, but this year, Xbox is doing something really similar. We talked about the $150, um, Xbox one S digital that's coming mm-hmm. out. And then they also have a $200, uh, bundle, that's out there too and all that both of those bundles and you can you still have the playstation bundle again this year both of those bundles are are out playing the switch which is not discounted still three hundred dollars um it comes bundled with mario kart it doesn't come bundled with um pokemon which brian will talk about uh you know he we talked about last week his purchase of pokemon and and the switch bundle so this year, I feel like the only thing that's bringing you to the table in terms of new console purchase is the price. Whereas, like, right. last year, I wanted Red Dead, I wanted Spider-Man, I wanted, they discounted all their greatest hits, so you got um, Uncharted, mm. uh, you know, at, at $20, um, so you got Last of Us for 20 bucks or, or less. one of the advantages to last year was that it was also our first year jumping into a console that had already been out for a few years right so we could take advantage of those low-priced kind of bundle deals which was excellent it's like a instant library booster yeah you know yeah if you can hold off right but like i guess what i'm saying is outside of you just having no system and you just needing one. It's really only the the steep discounted prices of these systems, and obviously that's because we're within earshot of the next generation, right? And so mm-hmm. these systems are hella cheap. My thing is, if you really wanted to get in last year, those were those were where the bundles are. Those were that's you had you still have three years from last year to play all these games before the new system came out, um, or before your system was obsolete because you're gonna have a one year layover. Um, but now it's, you know, I, I just don't see a lot driving me towards buying a new system other than price. There doesn't seem to be really any, there's no exclusives that are, that are that interesting and you can get, you know, really, and we'll talk about games of the year right now, but the only thing we're significantly excited for is, is Fallen Jedi. Um, and I don't see anybody going out and buying a system just for Fallen Jedi. Well, I'm, I'm super excited for the switch. Right. Like, I think this is this is a system, a console that I've been eyeing for a while now. I've been wanting to get back into Nintendo. I love some of their their IP with, you know, uh, Zelda and Pokemon and and, and, and and Mario and everything that they can do with those names. Now, I, I really I think they I think they, you know, put out some really great Zelda games. I think there's still a lot to be desired with Pokemon, but. Sword and Shield definitely, you know, approaches some of what I'm looking for. So I, I, I think coming down towards the end of the year, I, I think I can, I, I think I can like confidently pull the trigger on Nintendo Switch because at least, 
at least, you know, even if I'm going to spend the money for the console, I know that I'm going to get into a lineup of games that's, that's you know, going to build some nostalgia. I mean, we, we the three of us, we grew up playing Zelda together. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you know, I grew we, up playing Pokemon. We, we grew up playing Pokemon, you know? Right. So those type of games really, really make me excited. Um, I'm crossing my fingers for maybe like a Paper Mario down around the corner. I think I might have told you guys this. I was a huge, huge fan of Paper Mario on the Wii. I, um, I, hope, <laughs> I hope that uh, they bring back Paper that Mario game. on the Switch. Me too. Um, God, so that just... was such a that was such an overrated piece of shit game. I no, I love that. I there were so game. many secrets in that game, man. It was so good. Anyway, so when 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 you're talking about like what what am, what am, what are you excited for coming down to the end of the year? I'm excited for finally finally um, getting the trifecta. You know, the Xbox, PlayStation, and Nintendo. Uh, before the before the year is out, I'm going to head to trifecta, and I'm and I'm excited about that. <laughs> That's I, I mean, look, like like I said, there's no exclusives driving you to a system, but but there is there is Nintendo, and they have exclusives, and they drove Brian to a new system. They did so exactly. That's how, you, yeah. that's how you move units, man. That's why I bought a PlayStation. Uh, that's where I originally got an Xbox, so I could play Gears. Um, so I mean, I love Pokemon. I'd be lying if I wasn't seriously considering, like, some point in 2020 getting a Nintendo Switch Lite for 200 bucks. I can't, I just can't fathom paying $300 for a system I'm barely going to play. Yeah. Like, I barely play the systems I have now. Like, my 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 PlayStation right now is Gathering Dust because I'm, I'm beating my Xbox upside the head playing Division right now. Um, and I just don't see the time where I'm going to get $300 out of a system. But the second the Switch Lite goes on sale... Like they start offering that bitch for like one seventy five or one fifty, yeah, one fifty uh, bundled with like um a Pokemon, Pokemon sword or Pokemon uh, shield. I'm a shield Zelda, man myself. Uh, Zelda Link's Awakening. Yeah, Zelda. exactly. Like I, that could be the deal next year. Do you see the interest flash across James' face? Yeah. He's like, well, damn, they're gonna give it to me for buck fifty in a Zelda game. <laughs> but, 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 <laughs> Jay, 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 you're not you're not in on a switch for 150 dollars in a bundle with Pokemon. Uh, I might if it if it were Zelda, yeah. I, I'm not. Pokemon has gotten way past my realm of comfort, uh, but Zelda I could get on board with. So yeah. All right, guys, let's um let's let's move to the to the what everybody's here for, which is game of the year. Um, let's, let's start it here first. I want to, before we, before we read off the nom the nominees to the listeners, give me your top three games of the year and why. Our personal, our personal top your three? Personal, your personal and why. And, Go uh, I'm going to kick it off with you this time, Jay. Well, I'll tell you what didn't make Game of the Year. Fallout 76 didn't make Game of the Year. In my own camp, Anthem didn't make Game of the Year. Yeah, oh yeah, Anthem first Game of the Year. I mean, the list, the list is uh, the list is longer than you know we'd want it to be for things that did not make it. Well, the um, bottom of the list is is way longer than the top of the list. <laughs> right, right. Uh, in terms of what I I'm happy to see on the list, definitely. No, I, we need we need your personal list. We'll talk about the we'll talk about the official nominees in a second. I just need we need to know what you personally think is your that's top games of the year. See, that's hard for me because 
Anthem, I was riding on Anthem for first half 2019. That yeah. was be that was gonna be my big thing. Like, I was in y'all in, all invested, and you know, ready to rock and roll with that for months. Yeah, you botched it. I gotta admit, you botched that. Yeah, well, you know, they botched that. You know, uh, but... you dragged me into that one. Okay, all right. Well, <laughs> kick and scream. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, then that was followed up with, let me see, the other big game on my radar was, was Jedi Fallen Order, um, which turned out to be a very big success, so that's good, that was, that's also on my list, and the third one, um, that I, I mean, I would put it on there, I don't know if anybody else would put it on there, but I had a really good time with, uh, Crash Team Racing, that was fun, that was that's a sleeper hit for you. That's that was, mm. top that was, three. Uh, well, out of three, it's the bottom of the three. But yeah. Oh uh, well, I'm saying like of all the games that are available for choice for choosing throughout this year, Crash Team Racing makes your top three. I'm just going on what I've bought and played. That's true. Like hey, we're casual games. Yeah, because it's a personal top three. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So based on what I what I own out of uh, out of all the games we've bought this year, those were the best. It's, it's you know, uh Fallen Order, is Crash. Um You know what? I'd put Division on that list too. Division 2. That's that's a solid that's game. Fair. That's fair. Uh, you know, but that that's it. You know, it would there were more misses than hits. Well, more misses I'd like to admit to um yeah. but yeah what about you b yeah um for me I, I think i can only reiterate really first thing is what jay said there's more misses and hits this year um uh he his his hits and misses are are, are different from mine but i agree there's more misses than hits this year um fallout 76 isn't a game from 2019 but it's a game i mostly played in 2019 and that's that's actually that's actually on my game of the year my personal game of the year list and i know it's a it's a big miss for you but you know yeah yeah i love that game i think it's grown it's grown a lot since its inception since it first dropped late last year um, I like the game that it's turned into. I like what it offers me as a single player game, and I like what it offers me as a multiplayer game. Um, it's not perfect in any means, but I've really oh. grown to seriously love that game, and I've had a lot of fun. Um, it, it makes me happy to know that I have it in my back pocket and I'm going to be able to go back to it, and it, it's mm-hmm. it's added a lot of new features. Um, yeah. Fallout 76 is is ended up being everything that I wanted to be, even though um, my disappointment with it late last year was palpable. And I took a, I took a long hiatus from it um, for a few months, but when I came back to it and I, and I put some time into it and I sat down and played, it was a great game. Um, the, the second one on my list has to be division. It's, it's the game. It's the only game that I've put down fallout 76 for, and it's the only game that's keeping me from playing star Wars. Um, and it's because it's so damn addicting. Um, I've had a ton of fun playing that game with y'all. Yeah. Um, the loot reward system is absolutely perfect. 
Um, it, it, it's not going to get, it's not going to be an official nomination because it's the same game. We we've talked about this hundred times. Yeah. Division yeah. two is division one, but better. And I was, a, and I had a lot of fun playing the first division and they perfected it and they put it out and put a two behind it and they resold it. And I, and I was able to get it for 20 bucks, which was really, really good and helped, you know, help my staying with it early on. Um, but I've been playing it nonstop over the last few weeks and I'm almost to the end game and I'm so excited to start basically what is the second half of this game once you reach level 30 and I'll probably reach it reach that this weekend and I've never I've never reached the end game in a game so quickly than I've then I'm going to reach it in division um and it's simply because that game is is super fun um Jedi Fallen Order I'm still not that far into it but it's clearly a game that I like it's gotten better every single hour that I play um and and, and it's great uh but I started playing God God of War this year and it was game of the year in 2018 and it's game it, it makes my top three game of the year for 2018 that game is absolutely phenomenal there is no stopping God of War. I haven't beaten it. I'm not even close to beating it. Um, but it's a game I'm going to end up going back to. And it's going to beat out. I think right now it's beating out Jedi Fallen Order in terms of games that I that I love this year. God of War is not a, it's not a game from this year, though. Is right. That, no, but I'm saying these are games that I played in 2019. That, that's what this conversation is about. And so it makes that list for me. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, for me, I think it's definitely got to be Jedi Fallen Order at the top of the list. Um, uh, I think after that, just based upon what I understand the popularity to be, I'm going to go a little bit off the rails here to a game that I haven't played yet, but people are saying Outer Worlds is great. Like, yeah. absolutely great. And I know, I know we clubbed it for a lot of what I think are still very valid reasons. You know, because it is the game that it is, and we just don't want another game like that. But from everything I'm hearing, people are saying it's great. Um, the reason it doesn't jump out there as number one for me is because, you know, I've never played it. So, you know, I really can't say what it is or what it's not. But then I, I think easily Division, if it's not, you know, 2A or 2B, it's a, it's a really, really close three. I mean, that game you know. is... It's just so it's just so solid, you know. Yeah. Like it, it keeps me coming back. Um, unfortunately, I think what what is an honorable mention, but like you know, uh, just just what it really is is a solid fourth is Gears. Like to, there's something about oh, Gears. Oh, I forgot about that game. Right, and that's the problem. Exactly. You forgot. The problem. You yep. forgot. You like forgot. there's something about Gears that makes me go, eh. Like, yeah. I, you know, you know uh, why? I was thinking about this the other day because I was like, why do I like Division more than I like Gears? It's because every skirmish in Gears is just like the last one. And in Division, yes, I'm fighting I'm fighting the same guys, but every single time I fight someone, I have a different gun. I'm getting different loot. I have different gear. I have a different strategy. I have different skills to use. Mm-hmm. So it's the same skirmish. But it, the experience in that skirmish is completely different. Whereas Gears, it's just constantly changing. And Gears, your character doesn't feel, it all feels the same. It's yeah, so static. Exactly. And I, like, I don't know if I'll ever beat that game because it's not, like, I played it. I, I played right. level one. And so I played level two and I played level 36. I, I just, there's, it, there's no, there's no new experience from, from next skirmish to next skirmish, whereas yes. in division, 
And that, that doesn't even, it's, it almost feels tedious and monotonous, like having to go find the Jack stuff. Yeah, like it, it didn't even cross my mind as one of my top games this year. Gears isn't what it used to be for me, because I think there's way, way better shooters out here now um, that basically, it, 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 you know, Division is a cover-based shooter. I love cover-based shooters. I love third-person cover-based yeah. shooters. Division and, does it a hundred times better than Gears. I think Gears is a different game. I get it. But like skirmish to skirmish, Gears is the same exact game. Yeah. I, I can't, I can't abide that for it to be in, in one of my top games. So and I would even go as far as to say that right now, um, I would, I sooner play Borderlands than I play Gears. Sure. Um, so yeah, I no, think Borderlands is probably my four, and Gears is my five. If I had to round out a top five, but top three, I'm gonna put Outer Worlds up there just because of the amount of. The amount of love that I'm hearing from from the streets, because your boy's got his ear to the streets. So does that mean you're gonna get this game? Because I we are all wholesale out on this game. No, 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 no. I'm not getting it. Uh, I think if it comes in, you know, in like March when it's like maybe 19 bucks, you know, maybe I maybe I scoop it. Um, but you know, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, so let's well, okay. So we had that conversation. We have our top three. Let me read you off the IGN. Uh, nominees for game of the year uh, Resident Evil 2 which actually now I think about it I might have my eggs go in my top I might go in my top <laughs> because you're uh, the only one you're the only one that had the privilege of playing it since so. we all bought it together Jay oh, Jay we all yeah. bought this game together yeah. I have it. Oh, yeah. give, give my money give my money and then I'll, I'll, I'll get you guys this feedback Resident Evil Slay the Spire uh, Sekiro Shadow Die Twice, Outer Wilds, uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses, Control, The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, uh, Disco Elysium, The Outer Worlds, not to be confused with The Outer Wilds, uh, and Pokemon Sword and Shield, Jedi Fallen Order um, brings up the rear. Uh, let's start with you, Brandon. What's your uh, what's your opinion on this lineup? What do you think should uh, should get the win this year? Uh, I don't know. I, it's 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 really hard to say because um, I just simply haven't played enough of these games, right, Jay? I mean, it's it, it's 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 hard to say which game. I mean, to me, That's the problem, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it, that is the problem. Um, it, 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 it's so funny because, like, I saw the list of nominees, and the first thing I did is I just literally just scrolled through as fast as I can to see how many games I've actually played. You know, like you, you like to think you're playing good games but and, and getting a good breath of what, what people are playing out here. But the fact is I've played one of these games, you know, and Brian just talked about Outer Worlds. I'm not going to play Outer Worlds. Uh, we talked about why I'm not getting that game. Um, and the rest of them, there's just so many of these that just aren't on my radar. You know, some of them I haven't even fucking yeah. heard of. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, it's like it's like when uh, the Oscars come and they start running through through <laughs> list of best picture. And you're like, right, fuck it. I never saw that. Never saw that. And I've never even yeah. heard of that. You know what right. I mean? So it's. Right. And, you know, everybody, you know, what's the, what, which one do you want to win Bench Picture? Oh, uh, the fucking one I watched. Right. <laughs> That's about it. That's about it. I don't uh, know. So, you know, I, I was on record saying that I didn't think 
uh, Jedi Fallen Order was going to be game of the year. Um, I still don't think it's going to be game of the year. Um, I didn't think it would be no- nominated, so I was actually a little bit shocked to be nominated. So you two both get to do victory laps on that one. Um, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to particularly say it got nominated because the 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 field was weak this year. But I mean, you know, it's a, it's a field with no Spider-Man. It's a field with no um, no games like uh, God of War. You know, there there's nothing here that was a blockbuster mm. and that you clearly knew from jump street was going to be a phenomenal game. It's going to, it's going to be container game here. There's nothing here like that. I mean, if I, Jedi, if Jedi, let me ask you this real quick. If Jedi fallen order came out in March, do you think it's game of the year? E- yes, because I just beat it last night. Oh, and, so, wow. You really stuck with it. Then. You really, you really couldn't put yep, it down. Right. And because of that, my answer to that question is yes. Okay. Um, it you gotta you gotta remember, and I think uh, knowing what I know now, and and if you remember if you remember the last two uh, iterations of Star Wars games out of EA were complete de- debacles to say the least. Battlefront and Battlefront Two. You come out of that, you know, and they casually. You guys probably didn't even remember this, but it was like during E3, I think it was 2018, and <laughs> during E3, they were they went to the crowd and they interviewed, I think, one of the developers or uh, one of the lead uh, head guys, and he was like, oh yeah, by the way, we're making a new Star Wars game called Jedi Fallen Order, and the crowd haphazardly clapped and said, oh, okay, great, you know, f- fantastic. Now, what they delivered was actually a solid game. That's true. Solid, solid narrative, solid story that dovetails perfectly with the Star Wars pantheon and legacy. Um, not giving any way, anything away here, but it's when you get to the end of the game, you realize you realize why it's on this list. That's all I'll say, but it it's they did an excellent job. It's a, it was a sleeper. Nobody yeah. thought it was going to be anything great. Everybody had a bad taste in their mouth. From Battlefront One, Battlefront yeah. Two, even the movie Last Jedi created a divisive Star Wars community, and then this game drops, it's a hit. Yeah, I think it had a little support from having, you know, okay, it's the last movie year of a Star Wars, you know, saga trilogy. Uh, it's the it's the beginning of a new streaming show they have called Mandalorian. That's I mean, all done a, by design. That's right, all done by right. design. You know? But it, oh, it, it was such a perfect timing drop. Yeah, but it it I really just in the video game world alone when you when you play this game you get to the end and you realize okay now i get it like now now i get you know i get why it's why i get why it's up against this or in this uh lineup here yeah i i I don't know if it's gonna i don't know if it's gonna ultimately win because i just haven't played enough of these games like i've stated a number of times um but yeah, no, I, I I agree. I agree that it's a it's a it's a big continue. You know, I think what's telling um, in this lineup is one of the games that we came into 2019 or two two games that we came into 2019 with high anticipation for yeah. Anthem and Death Stranding aren't on this aren't on this list. That yeah. is that is a huge huge point. That is it's, a huge point. I mean, it just makes the field feels so random in, the, in in that sense. It's like, I, I don't know if I ever would have played a lot of these games, you know, because the blockbusters that I was 
holding my pennies for and saving my time for all kind of came up short for me. I mean, we put legit stock into into Anthem being the shit. I mean, that had Game of the Year written all over it. And what we were trying to clear our libraries so we could have all the time in the world to play Anthem. Yeah, <laughs> and it just it just. It just wasn't there. It was a complete flop. So, uh, you know, I'm not going to disrespect any of these games by saying it's a weak field. I'm just saying none of the blockbusters turned out to be uh, in the pantheon of, of Game of the Year. So, to me, that's what it is. If, if Star Wars Jedi wins uh, Game of the Year, I'm, j- I'm going to legitimately be shocked. But I do think it has a lot going for it. Just like they said, the marketing for it is crazy. Um, the time of the year that it's dropped in terms of how close to voting we are. I think I think helps. That's why I asked Jay. You know, if it came out in March, will, will we still be calling it Game of the Year? Um, so I think it has a lot going for it. It's super hype right now. So if it wins, then then you know, by all means, congratulations. Uh, I think what's really telling about this lineup is that you have two, uh, you have two uh, namestays from from Nintendo that are in the Game of the Year nomination. And to me. If you're Nintendo, this is exactly where you want to be right now. You have you have two of your your two biggest competitors are on the downturn, basically packing it up, getting ready for a 2020 console launch while you are peaking. And to me, that's great for them, right? Like they they've got Zelda on here, they've got Pokemon on here, two massive titles that are getting a ton of pub right now, while no one's really talking about games like you know, um, Gears, and no one's talking about Halo or or any of the, the huge titles on on, uh, on PlayStation. I mean, granted, something like uh, Resident Evil is on here, but largely because it's a huge nostalgia game and, and it's it's mostly a remake and stuff like that. But I think, I think what we see in this year's lineup is Nintendo saying, hey guys, we're here, we have a legitimate console that's going to compete with the big boys, and hopefully this is a really good sign of things to come for Nintendo down the road, as they kind of are hitting a stride right now, I hope they, I hope they love this momentum, I hope they lean into this momentum, and we see some, some really great uh, titles from them next year. Um, after what I imagine is going to be an incredible holiday season for them, if if I had to pick a number one game on this list, uh, I think I'm I'm think I'm I'm with you guys. I think you know personally, it's probably I would love it for the be Jedi Fallen Order. I have my issues with it though, and we've talked about what those issues were. Um, so and I, and I think he's going to have a hard time going up against something like um some, some like Zelda um, and Fire Emblem is a massively popular title. Uh, and I think it's gonna probably gonna be something like a Fire Emblem that ultimately wins, unfortunately, because none of us play it. But um, <laughs> right. uh, but you know, fingers crossed for for a title like like Zelda, or, or, or I don't think Pokemon's gonna make it. But um, I play Resident Evil, and it's it's fucking incredible. So, I'm I'm interested to see your take on Zelda after you after you get a little bit into it. It's gonna take you forever to fucking beat that game. Yeah, <laughs> we'll be yeah. we'll be talking about we'll be talking about you playing Zelda this time next, this time year. next year, right? I, I think the only two the two relevant games on this game of year list is Star Wars and Legend of Zelda. Everything else is, you know, good luck. Yeah, um, I don't think I don't think Outer Worlds is gonna have a chance. It's a really short game. Um, there's already there's two games out there that's already just like it. I think it's getting good reviews because the, it, it 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 got it did the best of both worlds 
really, really well, but I don't, I don't think it has yeah. a chance up against some of these other ones. Yeah. Well, so at this point, uh, we've talked about 2019. Let's jump into 2020 real quick. As you look into Q1 of next year, um, what, what game are you most anticipated for right now? Uh, well, I have a list because um, I track I track early and pretty much check the list off as the year goes nice. in no, partic- no particular order. Uh, Last of Us 2, top of my list. Oh, shit. Nice. That, yeah, you're a, so that's right. A, that's, that's a, game that's of the a, year. That's game of the year fodder right there. I, I mean, that's a heavy hitter. I, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what a, if you're coming out in 2020 against Last of Us 2, I, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're you're going to have a one a hell of a, a struggle. You're lucky to get any, any sales. Dude, <laughs> I, that's so true. <laughs> I'm stopping. I'm stopping traffic to get that game. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I, I couldn't be more juiced for right. that. And, you know, I, earlier this year I was playing Last of Us replaying last of us and i'm gonna i'm gonna finish replaying it before last of us 2 comes out that is a that is a promise to to all the listeners uh but yeah dude you're right i mean i don't know if anyone wants to go up against that in 2020 i don't i wouldn't want to touch it uh obviously on the heels of that is cyberpunk 2077 yeah that's what i was gonna mention yeah i'm not like i'm watching I'm not biting yet. You know, I got to, for me, my issue is that it's heavily first person with some third person moments. So I got to get past that. And that takes a lot for me. But if you're okay with first person, this might be an interesting competitor for uh, Last of Us in terms of what games you're looking forward to next year. Uh, one game that's certainly automatically a shoe in for a lot of sales mm. is the Final Fantasy VII Remake. Oh, yeah. Um, huge. I mean, you talk about anticipated game. Yeah. I mean, this game has been in a pressure cooker for the last six years, maybe longer. Right. <laughs> um, you know, and I, there's not... Little needs to be said here. It's just... If you know Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy VII, the original one, was a landmark game in the in the series. Uh, and to have a HD 4K Ultra HD remake in the lineup of the classic, you know, legendary game is mm-hmm. is a big deal to say the least. Um, following that up is probably a game that I think that I've known out of us who played is Beyond Good and Evil Two. Um, mm. Open world space adventure, kind of wacky uh adventure game is definitely on the list you know we'll talk about more about that as we kind of roll uh and another big one coming out of e3 last year was ghost of tsushima which is a like a japanese samurai game similar to uh shadows don't die twice or whatever the hell that game is called uh that came out this year but i think a lot of people actually really like that game too yeah that that's a good game but ghost of tsushima is from what I've seen from, you know, gameplay and, and interviews and stuff like that is E3 far more visually interesting and narratively interesting. Uh, it's got a lot of legs to stand on. So, but those are my, you know, top games that I'm looking forward to 2020. Yeah, I think, I think my list is, is really similar to yours. I think at the top in terms of anticipation, <clears throat> 
is Cyberpunk 2077. It's, it's the game that I keep thinking about in terms of, are we going to see something new? Are we going to see something really interesting? Is this going to be a really exciting game? But Anthem, this is one of the games that Anthem has ruined me for. And I, and I yeah. think you might be there with me, Jay. Yeah. We're in there. The hype and the push and the and the and the beautiful cutscenes and all the talk feels yeah. like everything that we heard right right ahead of Anthem. And then Anthem came in and it dropped in it and it hit like a whetstone. And I'm just like. Ah, I'm I'm super cautious and I'm really guarded about getting super super excited about Cyberpunk 2077. Um, and it's going to be one of those games I'm going to tiptoe into. I'm going to wait for the reviews. I'm going to see what right. people are going to say um, right. because it has it has flop written all over it. And now that I can <laughs> see that writing because of Anthem, I can see it super clearly all over Cyberpunk. And the be Despite my 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 excitement, I'm I'm very very cautious in going into this game. And I went in all in on Anthem. I got burned, and I don't intend to get burned again. Um, uh, a lot of money, was, a lot of huh? money spent on a game that was very uh, half baked. Yeah, exactly. So, and this yeah. feels like a game that could be so half baked. Yeah. Anytime, yeah. anytime yeah. you're promoting a game, and I'm looking at you, Norman Reedus, and, and Death Stranding. Anytime you're 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 promoting a game using um, celebrities. It makes me really scared about the content of your game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you need celebrities to walk out and promote your game, then I I'm now, it always gets my antenna up. Like, "Mm, so why, why don't you just show me the content of the game to promote the game? Why do you have to put um, Keanu Reeves all over it? So (laughs) to me, like, and I love Keanu, you know, I, I got a tattoo of him on my back. But you know, I just, I just, I'm, I'm a little bit hesitant. Um, with that said, uh, um, Last of Us Two, I have no reservations for Jay. This Last of Us has proven what it is. This game looks like Last of Us. It feels like Last of Us. They're not going out of their way to to tell us anything different. Mm-hmm. Um, basically saying, if you like Last of Us, guess what? We ran it back and we did it better. And so I'm really excited about the story that they're promoting. I'm really excited about the growth of these characters over, over the time jump that we're going to witness here. Um, Mm. This game looks phenomenal. It feels phenomenal and it's going to be phenomenal. I think it's going to be a hard bar to get up over for game of the year um, for anybody else next year. And you named some great games, Um, but this is going to be a hard one. Final Fantasy VII is is going to be for everyone not not hosting on the LCG pod. Um, we haven't been huge Final Fantasy people. Um, yeah. and Ryan dabbled in Final Fantasy thirteen last year, and you laughed at us, and rightfully so. I mean, um, I don't remember you guys playing it longer than a, a day or two. Right. I got, I got super into it for, for literally a fortnight, and yeah. I haven't touched that game ever since. Yeah. Um, Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy is one of those franchises that if I had to do it all over again, I would be a part of. You know, yeah. um, I want to be, and that's why I started trying to get into it last year, because I wanted to be a part of what Final Fantasy is. I couldn't get into it. I'm not going to get into it. Final Fantasy is going to, Final Fantasy is going to leave me behind. Um, it's going to get great reviews. People are going to love it. People are going to, uh, Isn't that tragic though? Yeah, it is. It's very tragic. It, it, I mean, it's tragic that, that we're not, a, that we're not a part of one of the biggest game franchises out there. Of all time. Yeah. Of all time. 
Um, Final Fantasy VII is going to do great next year. I don't think it's going to beat Last of Us. And the one thing that we're kind of sleeping on is Halo. That's dropping next year. People are very... Oh, I wasn't sleeping on it. Oh, you're not sleeping on it? Okay. Yeah, I wasn't sleeping on it. You are, you're, kind of, you're kind of stepping on my toes there, oh, buddy. Oh, stepping on your toes? Okay, yeah. okay. Well, Jay, Jay, Jay named some good games, and I, I wanted to name something a little bit different here that I've kind of had in the back of my head because I'm not against buying a Halo. I mean, we're talking about... And Brian, I'll let you get into this beat. But we're talking about marquee franchises that we're not super into. Yeah. That Halo is at the top of that list up there, right behind um, right behind Final Fantasy. Halo launched the Xbox. It's been with the Xbox ever since. It's been one of its biggest drivers, and they're putting out a new game next year, B, and I don't know. Maybe we should be super into this. So, you know, I should have teased this. Um, but I am, and we haven't even talked about this on the, on the pod, and, and I don't think we've even talked about this behind the pod. I am extremely excited for Halo. Extre- extreme is the word you're going to use? Extreme. Because think about the billing, right? Xbox, <laughs> Xbox is going to launch, um, Xbox is going to launch their new Xbox with one launch title. Uh-huh. That launch title is going to be Halo. They've already debuted it. They've been working on this game for years. And now they're at the point where they have to make sure it is the most incredible Halo we have ever seen in our entire life. The billing for this game, guys, is insane. There is going to be so much pompous, so much bravado. Guys, they, they need this game. This game is going to launch with the new Xbox. It's going to be playable on Xbox One, of course. But they need this game to sell the new Xbox. You cannot tell me this game isn't going to be absolutely incredible. From start to finish, if you haven't played a Halo game, if you don't know what Halo is, wake up. Put on some fucking clothes because it's time to play some Halo. Mark my words. Game of the year, 2020. No, okay. So, no, I'm marking your words. I'm writing it down because I'm going to make you eat those words. Don't you worry. And it's not going to be not going to be seasoned either. It's going to be hard, raw words you're going to have to eat. Here's a problem with all your verbato about Halo. Is that Halo is a first-person shooter. It's always going to be a first-person shooter, and it's never going to stop being a first-person shooter. And now its biggest base is its online multiplayer. Here, and, and that's the thing. Like, Halo, you don't know. They're not going to come in with a third-person third shooter. I do know. I do know they're not going to do that because they're not going to break the franchise <clears throat> and turn it into something new. Jay, back me up here because it, it's not it, – it, yes, they're going to put out an incredible game, but they're going to put out an incredible Halo game. So if you don't like Halo, if you don't like first-person Halo shooters that predominantly play online because even though the campaign is really, really good, after the campaign, you have to play online. That's the value of the game. If you're not into that, it's not going to – I don't see you suddenly getting into it, Jay. Uh, two two things. Uh, one. Uh, I'll back in this. <laughs> one is, Brandon, you're absolutely right. Uh, Halo is a very niche game. I don't care. It, it it's a it's a reskinned Call of Duty. Like you know, it's in Call of Duty in space is Halo. Yeah. So, uh, Brady doesn't even agree with that. Look at him. He doesn't yeah. do that. 
What do you mean? Uh, I do agree with that. It's a third-person yeah. shooter. It's Call of Duty. Yes, it first, is. First-person shooter in space. Um, also, I think, so for that reason, I'm already out. So there's that. Shark Tank, uh, Yeah. Also, second, I have listened to the Brian sales pitch for video game buying for so many years. For so many games. In fact, I'm sure we could cut and paste name of game here and plug in Fallout 76. And you said the exact same thing about Fallout. So I will not be buying this game. There's yeah. nothing... Nothing they could do that, that would convince me to buy it. I I, I appreciate the, the enthusiasm behind it, but I've I have sat through this so many times. And we touched on it earlier, and I'll say it again. I've lessons learned, certainly for me from Anthem, but I also think doubly learned from in jumping into the Fallout, you know, crowd and following, you know, the energy behind that. I just I'm not taking a chance or I'm gonna be very reluctant to take chances on games in the future that I'm not. 100% certain about you know ahead of time like I'm I'm I I, I just don't have it in me anymore you know that that was a, it was a two painful lessons <laughs> a lot of money lost there $120 if you paid $60 so if, if I if I can have a second to defend my point in the future Halo game yes the floor is yours counselor thank you um so first off you're 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 comparing your experience with Fallout 76 to what you think might be your experience to Halo. And that is just, that's an incorrect comparison and quite frankly, an unfair one. Like Fallout 76 was a, a, a an experiment by Bethesda that went very wrong early on. And some will argue is still having its troubles, but was a very different type of game, right? Like, we're talking about Halo, guys. So is they they know what they're the, the thing about Halo. They know what they're doing. They've done it. It works, and it works extremely well. But now they have the opportunity with the with the with the power of the new Xbox to take Halo even farther. Also, you add that to the fact that they have been working on the return of Master Chief in the entire Halo franchise for years now like to a certain extent like you just gotta imagine they're they're cooking up something massive here you know and, and what we're talking about here is what the most highly anticipated game is that is what i'm discussing high anticipation i have and if i have to rank them more anticipation about halo than i do about something like cyberpunk 2077 right because no. There's just there's a level of promise to Halo that is just unbounded, right? Like we already know kind of what we're getting with Cyberpunk 2077. I think we can all agree we think we're gonna get a pretty good game. No, I, I think I think that's the exact opposite. We don't know any. We don't know at all what we're gonna get with Cyberpunk 2077. We've seen so much about Cyberpunk. It's coming out in January, gentlemen. I, we we don't know what that game. I I just I just find it I just find it really interesting that you have all this hype for Halo and you haven't played Halo in years. It, it it's not it's not going to be like it's a Halo game. It's not gonna you're not gonna suddenly change the whole franchise. It's a Halo game, it, it, and that's not and that's fine. If you play Halo, if you love Halo, I, I, I go you're gonna love this game. 
I would say if you've never played Halo, I was an early Halo adopter. I played Halo and Halo Two campaign oh, mode. You haven't played Halo in years. And I played online, but I'm saying like the reason Halo is so popular is because of Halo One and Halo Two, and I was there. I was on the ground floor with that. So don't don't question my experience <laughs> for Halo. Don't question my anticipation for Halo. Okay. I was. And I played on multiplayer. I was one of the early people playing on multiplayer on Halo 2 on an Xbox. Xbox. An Xbox. Don't blow a vein over there. Yeah, it was, <laughs> he's playing on an Xbox. That was like five generations of Xbox again. I, I, yeah, I, I can't wait. I can't wait for you to go spend 60 bucks on this game. I just, I cannot <laughs> wait. I want you to buy the definitive deluxe edition for $85. I, I want you... Master Chief helmet that I can wear to fucking school yeah, in the morning. Yeah, I want you. I want you to suddenly become this great Xbox, this great Halo player. And then when you're done playing the two-hour single-player campaign mode, I want you to play online so, so a twelve-year-old can shoot you in your face for three hours. That's what I want. <laughs> that's what I want to happen. When you, the more excited Brian gets, the less excited I get. <laughs> I mean, I mean, just. <laughs> I just lost all juice for this game. I was going to be legitimately interested, but he's gone so far out on a fucking limb for this shit, for this Halo game. You're good to go. Jay, 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 he said, he said, he said, we don't know what to expect from Halo. What the fuck? There's been 30 Halo games. We know exactly what to expect from Halo. I guarantee you, he's gonna wear his green suit. He's gonna be up in space. He's gonna jump from something really high. He's gonna ride around a go kart on a desert planet. He's gonna shoot that little purple gun with all the spikes. It's like, it's like, come on, we've seen it a million times. Yeah, yeah, it's a Halo game. Uh, It's the same. You know what? It's the same. It's the same problem Gears has. It's the exact same problem. It's, it's, thank you. You know what you're getting, you know, and if you're not already invested in that. Then it's a tough sell. Yes. It's like, come on. This is what I'm talking about, though, right? Like, I have high anticipation because I think that they're not going to make the same mistake that Gears made. I think that they're going to come with something unique. And that's why I have high anticipation for this game. Well, I I, I would argue. I just don't. I would argue that Gears didn't make a mistake. Gears 5 is, is people love Gears 5. It, it, it's about what you love. And, like, they're not going to make a mistake by putting out a, uh, a Halo game. Halo game is one of the most successful franchises Xbox has. What I'm saying is they're not going to go and reinvent the wheel when the wheel that they have is churning a shit ton of money out. They're going to put out a Halo game, Brian. I Don't, don't be disappointed when it's a Halo game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. To follow up my that comment, uh, I am also, I think my number two, and a close one, to be quite honest, is Last of Us. And I think Brandon mentioned this. We uh, we both worked hard to, to get into this series this year. I beat Last of Us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Jay, make sure you put in my applause there. When did and you so do I'm, that? So I'm really excited for Last of Us 2 and everything that I saw. When did you beat Last of Us? <laughs> beat Last of Us over the summer. We had a whole podcast about this. Did you? Uh... <laughs> I'm not <laughs> this, is, see, this, is, this, is why, this is why I don't talk to you anymore. This is the only time we talk on the podcast. Oh, you know what? I do remember that. Go ahead. Continue. 
<laughs> and, and, and then I'm finally, <laughs> I'm, I'm finally, um, and uh, I'm really excited about Cyberpunk 2077. Despite what y'all might think, I think we, I think we kind of know what we're gonna get with this game, and we better get it. That's my point. Like. We're expecting a really good game that has, you know, all the elements we discussed in previous podcasts. I'm not going to recap them all. And so, if we don't get that, we're going to be disappointed. So, it's because we know so much already about what this game is going to look like that I think it's going to be, it has built a lot of anticipation for us. Uh, okay. All right. Okay. That's a good list. It's a good okay. list. A little, uh, uh, little enthusiastic for a few of those, but... <laughs> You know, we'll, <laughs> time will tell what where we land on this. Wow, <laughs> bitch! God, finds every every ounce and just squeezes it out. I uh, appreciate you, Jay. That's why we have a podcast. So before we wrap it up, guys, um, I just want to just tell you guys, it's been a great season. I've been, I've enjoyed doing this podcast with you, and yeah. I'm really really excited about season two in January. Yeah. We uh, we're gonna have a couple uh new things for you guys, for you listeners at home. Uh, try to work on our audio and technology. Yep. Uh, Ding. That's one thing. <laughs> uh, and we're gonna do some special features. You know, working on our. Uh, we're not gonna give it all away right now, but just know uh, we got some sweet, sweet things lined up that you will hear about very soon. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm I'm really excited for season two. It's gonna it's gonna drop. Um, early January, and obviously follow us on Instagram, um, follow us on Facebook. Uh, we'll we'll be posting all our information exactly when um, when the when the new episode uh, for season two will will drop. And obviously, if you're already subscribed to us in whatever podcast platform that you have, it'll it'll pop up uh, as soon as it's available in January. And we're gonna try to get the you know, distribution to you, to, to the listeners, um, in a, in a couple different ways and, and try to uh, add some more interesting segments here and, you know, and just open up the availability, um, for the episodes and, 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 and the content in a more accessible way. So we're, we're just, we're, we're early into this obviously guys, and we've been working on it. We've been talking a lot about how to make the pod better and, um, you know how to how to reach more listeners, and um, I think we'll put that to good use and uh, and and start start fresh in season two. Uh, well said, gentlemen. Well said. Uh, a lot of new content, uh, a lot of new media coming, and I want to thank you both for all your hard work on the podcast. And then I just also want to thank our listeners for listening to a young podcast, for helping us out, for for kind of just downloading it and putting an ear to the content that we're putting out there. Um, yeah. we, we see that you guys are downloading and listening and that's given us motivation to continue to build and grow this podcast. So I'm super, super excited for um, the the new season in early January. Please stay tuned on all of our social media, the LCG pod, um, to make sure you are up to date on everything that's coming, when it's coming and how it's coming. If you have any questions between now and the start of the new season, you can always follow, find us, or write us at lcgpod at gmail.com. Always follow us on Facebook at League of Casual Gamers. Um, in the interim, if you still want to support the podcast and support what we're doing and support season two, please check us out at our Patreon. But of course, if you do nothing else, 
please subscribe on all your major podcast platforms and click that fifth count them five stars until next season we'll see you next week